Hello, Malcolm here and welcome. Welcome to Quiet Time Coaching and this daily devotional podcast based on 1 Thessalonians. To quote from chapter 2 verse 12, they're aimed at encouraging, comforting and urging you to live lives worthy of God. Now, on to today's scripture. Today we're in chapter 2 and verse 10. It reads, You are witnesses, and so is God, of how holy, righteous, and blameless we were among you who believed. Paul Paul is continuing in this section to remind them of how he and Timothy and Silas lived among them. You are the witnesses. It doesn't matter what other people say. People in the local Jewish synagogue, people in the pagan temples, people in your neighborhood, your family. It doesn't matter what they say about me, Paul says. You are the witnesses that matter. In fact, the way that it's written there in the Greek might be more like, you of all people are the witnesses. Forget about the rest. And more importantly, well, so is God. Even if you couldn't say this, but if it was true, God would know it was true. But God would know that they had been holy, righteous, and blameless among them. Paul's piling it on here. The holiness seems to be to do with uh, the character that they have, being set apart for God. Their righteousness demonstrates that they conformed their lives, their behavior, their conduct to the holiness of God, of what it meant to be a God follower. And the fact that they were blameless meant that they were beyond reproach. These are quite heady claims. If they're not true, it it would be very problematic for Paul's ability to write something meaningful to them. Of course, while Paul was in Thessalonica, he would have been under extra scrutiny because he would be a foreigner. And being a businessman, people might look at him and question his ethics and his integrity. He's producing goods for sale. Were they any good? And what this is speaking to, ultimately, is Paul's integrity. Everybody who follows God will have their integrity questioned, especially those in leadership. But this is true for all followers of Jesus. And the reason it's true for all of us is because The integrity of Jesus was questioned, and at times the integrity of Jesus was affirmed, even by his opponents. For example, in Matthew chapter 22 and verse 16, they sent their disciples to him, to Jesus, along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know that you are a man of integrity, that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Now, of course, they may have been flattering him, but nonetheless, they were happy to agree that here was someone of integrity. What does it mean to have integrity? Let me give you this quote from the book Unbeatable by J. Tyrone Marcus, one of my brothers in Christ in the, uh, in the West Indies. He said this in his book, to have integrity is to face reality and to respond to it with poise, emotional intelligence, and temperance. Poise, emotional intelligence and temperance whatever the reality is 
a, a happy one or a sad one, an easy one or a hard one, we can respond to it with poise because we have the spirit. We can respond with emotional intelligence because God will give us insight. And we can respond with temperance, not re overreacting to situations that are challenging because we trust that God is with us. We have, we have a hope. We can endure these tough times as Paul did. We can endure them with holiness, righteousness, and blameless with integrity. Why not pray about that today? Being a man, a woman, of integrity in Christ today. Thank you for listening today. It's my hope, to paraphrase chapter 1 verse 3, that your work will be produced by faith, your labour prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For more notes, lessons and resources on these topics, go to my website, malcolmcox.org, and I'll finish with the last phrase of the letter. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Take care and God bless.